Hi, everyone. I'm Kelly O'Horo, and this is Adaptable Behavior Explained. Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Today, we're going to talk about stress and the impact that the adverse childhood experiences we have gone through in our life, how that accumulation effect of stress builds up and negatively can impact our body systems, and how that our stress levels over time are not meant to be really heightened and cortisol and our adrenal response are meant to be temporary. And when we have things that happen in our story that create prolonged levels of stress in our body, it takes its toll. And so part of what I wanted to talk about today is how we get referrals as therapists from medical doctors in different specialties because they understand that the impact of stress on the body is contributing to unwellness or illness. And so they'll treat the medical side of things, oftentimes reducing some of the symptomology, or they can give medications that can help dampen or tamp the experience the person's having. But ultimately, if we want to eliminate the source of the illness, we have to address the levels of stress in the body so that we can get back to a cellularly restored state and the body can do what it knows how to do in order to heal. So like we discussed about the adverse childhood experience study, there are 10 items that were asked to participants in this medical study, and that information highly correlated to illness later in life. And so ultimately, we realize these experiences contribute to short-term and long-term health consequences. And so we're going to talk about five important points about how stress affects the body and our different systems. And I'm going to bring parallels in from cases that I've had over the years of being a therapist, so that if some of those issues are uh, plaguing you, you can make the correlation yourself and perhaps uh, find some support to help move you through some of these experiences. Now, this is not to say that physical issues are, are psychosomatic. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is because of increased cortisol and adrenal response and the hormone changes that happen in our body, it can affect the way all of our other systems operate. And so they are not separate, they are connected. And it doesn't mean that just because we are in a state of anxiety and stress that we are making ourselves sick. Although oftentimes they are correlated in that if we are in a state of anxiety and stress over time, it will take its toll on our body systems. So we're going to talk more deeply about that. So the body takes the brunt of this heightened level of arousal. Um, as you can see here, I've just got a short illustration. We know that there's a huge impact on the body when there's stress. And so we can't ignore that. And so again, they're not separate. Our physical and our mental health are connected. One of the systems that people are experiencing uh, complications would be the cardiovascular system. So during periods of stress, our heart pumps more blood and oxygen to prepare for that potential threat or exertion. And so the workload is increased on the heart. And this combined with elevated blood pressure, it can put strain on the cardiovascular system. So chronic stress has been linked to higher risk of developing heart disease or hypertension and other cardiovascular problems. Another thing I want to talk about is people will have panic and they'll have extreme states of panic and they'll call their cardiovascular doctor or they'll get referred to a cardiologist. And oftentimes people will find out there's nothing wrong with my heart. So what's going on? 
And what they will then be pointed to is it's anxiety. And so that anxiety can create so much distress that it feels like a heart issue. And panic is actually part of the grief circuit or the or the loss, the loss circuit. And so what we know is that when we have people that have experienced states of great panic, so much so that they're going to see a cardiologist, we know that there's something in um, that's not been resolved in their stories related to loss or grief. They're having moments that they're experiencing panic and it's creating so much distress in their lives. They have to address it. And so oftentimes we'll we'll see clients that come in not with heart issues, formerly thought to be heart issues from the cardiovascular system. And that's not the case. So we can work to help them resolve the issues from the past that are contributing to those panic symptoms. The other system that's probably the most obvious that can be negatively impacted by heightened levels of stress is the nervous system, right? So when the nervous system's activated, it leads to that fight or flight or freeze or shutdown response. And then again, this results in the release of our stress hormones like cortisol and adrenaline. Again, it increases the heart rate, increases blood pressure, increases breathing rate. And so prolonged activation of the sympathetic nervous system, it can lead to chronic stress in the body, which contributes to anxiety, to depression, to sleep disturbances. So we look at what is your presenting issue? Let's say you come in and you're struggling with sleep. And you don't have a sleep disorder, you don't have apnea, but you just notice that I can get to sleep, I can stay asleep, and then at whatever time at night, I always wake up and then I have a really hard time getting back to sleep. So I had a client that that I've seen for a while and she came in and one of her main symptoms was sleep disturbance. And she was so frustrated because it was affecting everything in her life. She wasn't able to focus the way she wanted. She felt like she needed a nap all the time when she had more work to do. And she was so frustrated because she was following all the sleep hygiene things that we had discussed in order to improve her sleep experience. And so what we determined was what happened at night that creates your body's nervous system reaction. That's, that's um, contributing to your sleeplessness in the middle of the night. When you're tired, when you know what you need to do, you go to sleep and you still wake up and your body is like, I can't relax. I can't be in a state of relaxation at night while I'm asleep. So as we're doing the work with EMDR therapy with her, what we discover is that when she is, I think, let's say nine years old, her dad was in a really bad accident and they were waking up in the middle of the night. He has to go to the hospital and they're in the hospital in the middle of the night. And as a result of an accident he was in, he ends up being a quadriplegic. And so at that age, in the middle of the night, this thing happens that completely turns her world upside down. And so now her brain has an association with when I sleep, the other shoe's going to drop and it's going to turn my life upside down. And even though her head knows that that experience is over, her body has not fully resolved that that experience is over. So we do the EMDR reprocessing on the experience of her childhood self and the accident that her dad went through. And she ends up being able to sleep more soundly because her body is in a state of relax and calm and distress. So when our nervous system, again, was in a a constant state of threat and the reminders in her stimulus at night are this is the time when the bad thing happened. And even though there's not any current threat, her body acts as if. So, again, we take the present symptoms and we recognize that these these systems are negatively impacted 
from prolonged states of stress in the body. Another system that's that's really often seen in our practice is related to the immune system. So people will come in, they'll be referred to us by their primary care doctors, their naturopathic doctors, because they have an immune system issue. So stress can suppress the immune system, which makes the body more susceptible to infections and illnesses. Again, cortisol, the primary stress hormone, it decreases the production of the immune cells, which leads to the weakened immune system. So this is why individuals under chronic stress may experience more frequent illnesses and longer recovery times. The thing that we know is that people who have had a lot of experiences of distress in their stories and in their bodies from their history oftentimes have more autoimmune issues. And so even though the issue is medical, the state of stress in the body contributes to the to the um, frequency of illness. So how many of you know someone who says, yeah, you know, I was doing really good, but then my husband lost his job and then all of a sudden my limes started to kick up or I ended up with a reactivity from my Hashimoto's and now my thyroid is all messed up again and it's not responding well. And so autoimmune issues are really a factor from prolonged state of stress and our bodies are just so tired. And so when we can get the body to a better uh, state of homeostasis when we address the unresolved stress in the body, our immune systems can settle down and our ability to fight off illness and disease improves and we end up sick. We end up sick less frequently. We end up not having to work so hard to fight the things that are occurring in our bodies that are related to stress and we all have. The other system that we see uh, a lot of referrals for is the digestive system. So gastroenterologists will send their clients over to us or their patients over to us because they recognize that they've got issues with IBS or stomach cramps or indigestion or, you know, other gastro related issues. And they recognize that because 90 percent of the neurotransmitters are located in our gut, they can treat symptoms, but they can't necessarily alleviate the problem. So they will send their clients over to us so that we can address the unresolved distress from their stories again and help to get the digestive system able to settle down. So when stress disrupts the normal functioning of the digestive system, the body diverts blood away from the digestive tract to the muscles and the brain, leading a decreased digest digestion and absorption of nutrients. And so again, these gastroenterological gastroenterological issues such as indigestion and cramps and IBS are absolutely attributed to prolonged stress in the body. And so when we work together, addressing the unresolved distress in the body, we get a massive decrease in the gastro symptoms. And so there's hope that you can do something that empowers you to make changes related to some of these issues. And it's not that we want to we want to only do mental health work and, and EMDR therapy. We want to work together with medical providers so that we can collaboratively work on the distress in the body. So the next system that we want to talk about is the endocrine system, because this plays a crucial role in regulating the various bodily functions through our hormone release. So chronic stress, again, can disrupt the delicate balance of our, our hormones and how everything works in our body. It leads to the imbalances in particular cortisol levels. Are we getting a theme here? Stress Cortisol can negatively impact the body, right? So those cortisol levels remaining elevated during prolonged stress affects metabolism, affects blood sugar levels, affects weight gain, 
difficulty to lose weight. Again, back to the thyroid issue because of our endocrine system. So when we have any of those medical issues, we really want to look to our bodies. What state of stress have, have, have you been in and what causes uh, or what happened to you that caused that prolonged state of stress? And we can work to resolve those in therapy with EMDR therapy, and we can help to create more balance in the system. So I had a client who had um, Hashimoto's and it was discovered by an allergist and she was struggling because she couldn't lose weight and her body type was not one that would carry a lot of extra weight. And so when she found out she had this Hashimoto's, it wasn't really the focus of our treatment. What was the focus of our treatment was the distress that she was experiencing in her relationships and in her life and in her work. And through the reduction of stress in reprocessing her experiences and her childhood experiences, what ended up happening as a side effect, a positive one, of course, was that she no longer met criteria for Hashimoto's. Her blood levels changed. And so although she wasn't coming to me for that treatment, what she was able to benefit from was the change in the way her body was reacting to stress. And of course, the reduction in stress over time, it changed the way the illness was showing up in her body. So she was able to get more uh, uh, stasis with her thyroid issue and no longer met criteria for Hashimoto's, which is really pretty darn cool um, that that could change in a body. So it's important to recognize that different individuals respond differently to stress. Some people are more resilient. They have strategies to downregulate. They haven't had as many things happen to them. Um, and so the way bodies manage and regulate stress, of course, differs from, dif is different from person to person. However, we do know that chronic and unmanaged stress over time is generally associated with higher risks of developing physical and mental health problems. So managing stress through the lifestyle changes that um, we want to talk about, relaxation techniques, exercise, seeking support from mental health professionals and others, it can help mitigate the effects and promote, promote overall well-being. And hopefully with this information, what you can, you can digest not literally, of course, but is that the states of stress in your body, oftentimes related to perhaps current issues, but oftentimes connected to past issues and prolonged stress in the body negatively impact our overall physical wellness, our mental health, and we can do something about it. We can address the states of stress in our body, thus reducing our symptoms, thus bringing down our cortisol and adrenal response so that it's not in chronic states, but it's only when there's an ecological stress happening in our life so that our body systems can overall return to a state of health and wellness and, and better function. I hope that that helps. Thanks for tuning in. If you have any questions, please ask below. I'll do my best. And don't forget to lead with love. It'll never steer you wrong.